Welcome to this episode of IG Talk with Robert Smallwood, where we feature interviews with information governance leaders around the world, as well as discussions of IG news, events, and best practices. In this episode of our IG Leadership Series, we're having a conversation with Mike Quartararo, president of ASEDS. Mike, are you there? I'm here, Robert. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. Glad to do it. Uh, For those out there in our listening audience that aren't familiar with ASEDS, could you let them know what ASEDS is and and what the purpose or mission of ASEDS is? Absolutely. So ASEDS, the Association of Certified E-Discovery Specialists, is a world the world's leading organization for e-discovery training and certification. Uh, we're a member-based global professional association for individuals and organizations in both the private and public sector who work in fields of e-discovery, information governance, compliance, and, and the broader legal community. We provide training, certification, uh, professional development courses in e-discovery and related disciplines to law firms, corporate legal departments, service providers, the government, and institutions of higher learning. Uh, wow. We're, yeah. That, that covers a, a lot of ground, but the common thread is e-discovery through all of that. That is correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are your members? What's the makeup of your membership? What's the sort of typical ASEDS member, and what's the range of uh, types of, of titles and, and uh, careers that, that people that are in your professional membership are a part of? So we're about 2,500 active members, and our members come from different segments throughout the legal community, Uh, probably about 30% law firm, uh, another 30% uh, corporate legal, uh, some portion of, um, you know, the vendor space, you know, project managers and um, technologists alike in the vendor space. And then there's a, a sliver of government. And, um, you know, there's probably some individual practitioners sprinkled in there as well. So it's, it's about 2,500. And currently, we've got about 1,400 said certified professionals mm-hmm. in 20 countries, which is pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, we're proud of that. And we, we are a, a group of, 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 of professionals that are trying to advance technology and, and, and grow our membership and, and uh, you know, find greater support for the um, the said certification. Uh-huh. And so you're advancing the field of e-discovery. And um, certainly e-discovery is a big part of information governance. In fact, um, a lot of people in the early days would conflate the two. And uh, information governance is certainly a big part of uh, the e-discovery space. When you look at uh, the uh, e-discovery reference model, the first action, the first uh, ta- activity that's represented is information governance, and then it flows through that model, um, that model which was developed by EDRM.net. So, uh, Mike, what, what do you see as the relationship between ASEDS and the information governance community? Do you, you know, what sort of overlap do you see there? So there's absolute overlap. Uh, I mean, just being that IG is the beginning of the e-discovery process, it is the the very foundation of everything that comes after it. So if you're looking at the EDRM and you're, you envision that first node, if you will, um, as being information governance, uh, everything that flows from that, whether it's identification, preservation, collection of data, uh, the, the processing, review, and even through production, all of that flows from how an organization 
is managing its data to begin with, uh, and whether that be within the, the compliance world or information security or privacy or just general data governance, uh, how an organization manages its information governance practices, if you will, uh, it sets the stage for everything that happens in the e-discovery workflow that 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 follows it. I know that um, when I'm uh, teaching my uh, classes and, and doing presentations on information governance, one of the key uh, uh, business drivers and uh, part of the business case is that uh, information governance can help lower e-discovery costs and also um, e-discovery risks, and particularly in the e-discovery collection and review phases. So certainly we, we see that in practice. Uh, there is uh, real overlap there. And it's it's really a simple proposition, frankly, and I, I've been saying this for years and um, even more so true today than when, when I started saying it 15 years ago was that you simply need to know what you have and where you have it um, as a as a, a basic business purpose or principle, not not because anybody's looking to be sued or be involved in a government in, uh, inquiry or any kind of investigation, but you just need to understand what you have and where it is so that you can respond efficiently and effectively to whatever comes um, after that. Right. I mean, if you have a smaller information footprint, if you have higher quality information and less rot, you know, redundant, outdated or trivial information to wade through or for your attorneys to wade through during the litigation process, you're going to be much more efficient and you'll have more time for strategic decisions and, um, and, and waste less time uh, wading through some of that sludge. Mm. Um, and uh, Mike, let's sort of back to ACEDS. How did you personally get involved with ACEDS? So I got involved with ACEDS about 10 years ago. Um, I was at a conference in Florida and um, a gentleman approached me. I had just done a presentation on how to build a litigation support department within a law firm. Um, and at the time I was working at a law firm the gentleman approached me and asked if I'd be interested in um, developing a certification for the e-discovery space. And there'd been talk about this this uh, notion of certification in e-discovery. Uh, and a couple of other organizations have developed, you know, sort of assessment tests and so on and so forth. But no one actually took the time to invest the money in a psychometrically sound and, you know, professionally vetted certification exam. And that's what we sat down and that was the, the mission when we sat down to do it. There was about 50 professionals from across the industry involved and uh, just developed the study materials, uh, sat down on weekends and in the evenings and developed these questions. And they were they were vetted. And um, here we are 10 years later. The exam itself has been through a couple of iterations. We've updated it as the as the federal rules have, up, have been updated. Mm -hmm. And we've refreshed some of the. The study materials, and of course, you know the 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 beauty of the membership in ASEDS is that you know we've got all this other content on our website um, that's exclusively for members to not just study for and pass the exam, but for their own general education. Uh, mm -hmm. And that's that's one of our purposes. At the end of the day, we're an educational organization, and mm -hmm. and that's really the message that we try to drive home and, and build uh, competence in the space. Yeah, I mean, we all, in terms of career enrichment or advancement, we all have to have a, an attitude of lifelong learning. There's just uh, no end to how much you can you can um, learn, and and a lot of that is uh, distilled and 
presented for you at the, the ACEDS website, which is, uh, is it ACEDS.org? That's correct, ACEDS.org. Right. Okay. And, uh, Mike, you just came to the helm uh, recently, just in the last, uh, what, month or two, um, and being named president of ACEDS. And um, now that you've gotten settled in, what's your vision for ACEDS moving forward? So the, the the vision is really a pretty simple one, and and we could we could expand on it. But at the end of the day, the 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 sort sort of forward looking vision is to really grow the association, the membership, and increase recognition and acceptance of the said certification. You know, we're we've done some market studies that show that hiring managers are looking at someone who's achieved the certification um, in a different way than someone who hasn't, and. Mm -hmm. Um, the research is also showing that you know they're more likely to get hired, that they're likely to to get a higher salary because we're establishing a baseline of knowledge um, that otherwise wouldn't necessarily exist. And, and there are plenty of people who are not certified who are very skilled in the space, and that's not the point. But the point here is that if if you're looking to build your career, if you're looking to um, you know move like say from a paralegal into a more technology driven career where there are more opportunities to advance, you know, this is one avenue that you can go down. And the same is true of lawyers, too. Plenty of lawyers don't wind up at these big, uh, you know, AMLA 200 firms with big salaries. And so they are looking for alternative career paths. And this is one of the things that we offer. Uh, there's plenty of opportunity in the e-discovery space. Yeah, certainly uh, people don't always think about if they've got an a in-house job, let's say they work at a law firm, they don't always necessarily consider how valuable they might be to a software company that is or a software and services company that's selling to law firms. And um, so that's another option in terms of a career path. And, and uh, the certification could help people maybe make that kind of a pivot. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and, and just in terms of like sort of other forward looking uh, initiatives, I mean, we're, we're bringing back our, our mentorship program this year which was tremendously helpful, I know, several years ago for many people in the industry where we pair, you know, a sort of junior person with a very senior person in the space and get their career um, on back, not on track, but, you know, give them some career advancement opportunities. And we are working on a refresh of the exam again. We're, we're looking to build out some international components of the exam in, um, in England, in Canada and Australia. And uh, we're just we're growing our chapters uh, faster than we can keep up with them. We've we've got about 24 chapters now in every major city, uh, the UK, the Netherlands, South Africa, Toronto is about to launch and Australia are about to launch. So, yeah, you've had some uh, pretty exciting meetings lately, haven't you? Didn't you say uh, Detroit and some other cities have uh, had some a really good turnout and good meetings? Yeah, so uh, latter part of last year, we had a really good uh, symposium in Detroit, good turnout um, for in the Midwest. And uh, I'm told, although I was not present, uh, I'm told that it was a smash and uh, that uh, we're actually looking to do some more of those sort of regional symposiums this coming year. We're in talks to do one in sort of the Southwest, probably down in Texas, um, and then uh, looking at a Northeast symposium as well. And I'd love to do something West Coast at some point as well. Oh, well, let's talk. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for being with us today, Mike. And uh, if anyone likes more information about ASEDS, go to ASEDS.org. And again, we appreciate you listening. And if you liked what you heard, please share. Uh, but if, if you didn't, don't tell nobody.
<laughs> See you next time. <laughs> thank you, Robert. All right. Thank you, Mike. Thank you for listening to another episode of IG Talk, which features interviews of IG leaders, as well as IG news, events, and best practices. Listen in next time. This is Robert Smallwood.